Well, we want to welcome you again to Rise Church. My name is Jason, and I'm one of the pastors here on staff. Our pastor, senior pastor, uh, is off today, and he will be back with us next week for the start of a brand new series. And one of the things he always says is, try us out three times if you're a guest with us. I know we have many guests, whether you're joining us online or here in person, we're so glad to have you here. Uh, So try us out three times to see if we might be the right church for you. We want to wish you a happy new year. And as Josh said, we are starting our 21 days of prayer actually starts today. We started and prayed uh, this morning for our nation, state, and city leaders and prayed over them. And uh, when it comes to prayer, is everyone has a little bit of a different thought on prayer, depending on how you were raised. Uh, but generally what prayer is, is it is a conversation with God. And just like in a, any relationship, conversations can have different purposes. They can have different, uh, just kind of a different flow for each type of conversation. And each conversation we have with God is different. And, and often, though, when we think of prayer, we think of one kind of conversation with God, and that is just to ask Him for something. And that is obviously uh, very much throughout Scripture. We see the asking prayer. But can you imagine that if the only time we spoke with our significant other was to ask them for something? Or, or, or anyone in our life, any relationship that we're in, imagine the only time you talk to a person is to ask them for something. Or or that someone comes to you and the only time they try to talk to you is to ask you for something. That would be an interesting uh, relationship, would it not be? And so we want to encourage you to speak to God more in a conversation beyond that, but he does talk a lot about that. He does talk a lot about the asking prayer. And there's the power, we believe as believers and followers of Jesus, that there is power in prayer. And you can see that. Uh, its Studies have been done, and sometimes with mixed results when it comes to studying prayer. And researchers have tried to come at it from an academic view of looking at prayer. And the problem when you try to look at something spiritual in an academic way, you don't always see the whole picture. But there, we know that there's power in prayer and those spouses who pray together uh, that, that, and invite God to be part of their marriage, that, they're, that, they're, that they have a stronger marriage, that when we ask God to be a part of, and to take our fears and anxieties, uh, anxiety has less power in our lives, and just so many different things uh, where prayer does have power in our lives. But sometimes the effects of prayer, we don't always see them right away, and they can't necessarily be measured. And, and, and our human condition is to do this, is we want to figure it out to the point where we almost want God in prayer to be a cosmic vending machine. That's the kind of church I grew up in, and it was if you say the right words and you believe strong enough, you will have exactly what you ask God for. So in other words, if I press A6 and there's a Twix bar there, that's what's going to come out. And that's what I want from God. Hey, God, if I press all the right buttons, if I say all the right things in all the right King James English, like I'm gonna, if I say thine and, 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 and I just do say all the right things and do all the right things, I'm going to press God's buttons and God's going to give me whatever I want. That's not what prayer is intended to be. It's intended to be so much more than that. And prayer is not just about getting something from God. It's about what God does in you. 
It's about what he does in you. And Jesus had so much to say about prayer. He taught on prayer time and time and time again, multiple times. In fact, I actually taught a message on prayer back in June in our in our uh, summer in the dog days of summer series that we did. I know Pastor Aaron taught on the Lord's Prayer here recently, uh, and, and, and he does a, a weekly devotion, and he broke down the Lord's Prayer and different parts of that that we see, and so I encourage you to go back to that, and you can check that out on YouTube or Facebook or any of our different platforms there. And, and so Jesus taught a lot about prayer. And so let's, I want to see what he talked about when it came to prayer. And Jesus did encourage for us to ask God. He did encourage for us to do that. But remember, it's, it's about what he's doing in us is just as much as what he does for us. And sometimes we can get so caught up in what God does for us that we forget about what he's doing in us. So let's see a couple of stories where Jesus taught on prayer. In Luke 11, he taught on prayer. In fact, Luke 11, 1 through 4, he teaches us the Lord's Prayer, what we commonly know today. And again, I mentioned that. But we pick up in verse 5 what Jesus said here is he said this, then teaching them more about prayer. He wanted to teach them more about prayer. He used a story. Jesus would teach in stories. He would use stories to illustrate spiritual truths. And so he teaches this story. He says, suppose uh, you went to a friend's house at midnight wanting to borrow three loaves of bread. You say to him, a friend of mine has just arrived for a visit and I have nothing for him to eat. So imagine this story that Jesus is setting up, that here you are, you have a friend who visits, they show up late, the refrigerator, the pantry is empty, And so you go to your neighbor's house and say, hey, can I borrow some bread? I have a friend who showed up. And here's what he says. And suppose he calls out from his bedroom. He don't even get up to answer the door. (laughs) Don't bother me. The door is locked for the night. And my family and I are all in bed. I can't help you. He says, but I tell you this. So you get this picture. They're yelling out. I can't. I'm not coming to the door. I'm in my PJs. I'm not decent. We're in bed. Everyone's asleep. Don't wake up my kids. But I tell you this, though he won't do it for friendship's sake. He's not going to do it because of your friends. He says, if you keep knocking long enough, you get this picture of this guy just knocking at the door. And he's like, I'm not coming to the door. You know, today would be just he just presses the ring like, hey, I'm not coming to the door. Get away. Go away. He says, you keep knocking long enough. He will get up and give you whatever you need because of your shameless persistence. Everyone say shameless. Shameless. And he says, verse 9, So I tell you, keep on asking, and you will receive what you ask for. Keep on seeking, and you will find. Keep on knocking, and the door will be open to you. You see this picture that Jesus is giving here. He's saying, ask, seek, knock. There's that acronym of ask. Here's what he's telling us to do in prayer. He says, for everyone who asks, receives. Everyone who seeks, finds. And to everyone who knocks, the door will be open. So there's one example of Jesus teaching on prayer in the book of Luke. We go then to chapter 18 of Luke, verse 1. He says here, Jesus again, one day Jesus told his disciples a story. Again, he uses story to show that they should always pray and never give up. So he's going to give them this story to illustrate that they should always pray and never give up. He says, there was a judge in a certain city. So you can remind, you know, 
imagine this judge. Maybe it looks like Judge Judy to you. Maybe it looks like Judge Wolf to you. Whatever. There's a judge. And he said, uh, this is what Jesus is saying. He said, there's a judge. He said, this judge who neither feared God nor cared about people. This is not like your favorite judge, right? He says, they don't care about people. He says, a widow of that city came to him repeatedly saying this. She said this to the judge. You can imagine this. There's this judge, this lady, widow comes to him. She says, give me justice in this dispute with my enemy. The judge ignored her for a while, but finally he said to himself, I don't fear God or care about people. Wow, he's very an honest politician. Uh, you can tell this is a fake story, right? Uh, but this woman is driving me crazy. I'm going to see that she gets justice because she is wearing me out with her constant request. And then what does Jesus say? He says, then the Lord said, that's Jesus, learn a lesson from this unjust judge. Even he rendered a decision in the end. So don't you think God, now here's the contrast, here's this judge who does not fear God, he's not a God-fearing man, he's not a godly person is what he's saying, and he doesn't even care about people. If that judge would do that, he says, surely God will give justice to his chosen people who cry out to him day and night. Will he keep putting them off? So what is Jesus teaching in these two passages. Now, Jesus taught often on prayer, but I want to focus on these two passages of prayer, of how we need to have a posture of prayer for 2021. What are the two things that Jesus taught on prayer and these things? Number one here, he says, to be shameless. To be shameless. To pull, I look at this way, another way of saying this is pray bold prayers. What did he say here? In this example, he will get up, and get, this is the neighbor, give you whatever you need. What does he say here? Because of your shameless persistence. Really, this in the Hebrew means it's like he doesn't want to ruin his reputation. He doesn't want shame upon his name to not answer you. Because you are shameless, he's going to answer you in order to avoid shame. And often Jesus taught this principle of praying bold prayers. In Mark 11, he prayed, he, again, these are multiple examples. Therefore, I tell you, whatever you ask for in prayer, he says, when you ask for it in prayer, believe that you received it, and it will be yours. Believe that you received it, it will be yours. Again, in John, the book of John here, he says, in John 14, you can ask for anything in my name, and I will do it. You see, this isn't just a one-off story that Jesus told. He told them this many times so that the Son can bring glory to the Father. In other words, the, the Father will have no shame because he's answered your prayer. And verse 14, yes, ask me for anything. He repeats it in my name and I will do it. He's reassuring us. He's, you know, as we have to repeat ourselves, he repeats himself for emphasis. I will do it. I will do it. And again, in Hebrews, the writer of Hebrews talks about it. This, and when it comes to faith, he says, it's impossible to please God without faith. 
So when we come to God, we must come in faith. And here's why. It's because the, why, why is God asking us to be shameless here? Because God honors bold prayers, and bold prayers honor God. Let me say that again. God honor, honors bold prayers because bold prayers honor God. When we pray boldly, we are showing God we trust, we believe, we believe that he could do it. So we see that, and, and, and you know, and I think when it comes to this, and, and just an example is, as, as parents, we must pray bold prayers over our kids, whether your kids are grown or they're not grown. I mean, I have kids who are still at home, and I have my oldest daughter, she's in college, and she's away, and I pray bold prayers over them, each one of them. I've prayed bold prayers over their lives. And bold prayers look like this. Is I'm praying boldly of what the outcome I've, I believe as a godly man I, I want to see in their life, right? I don't just pray things as they are. Anyone can pray things as they are. In other words, just say like, Lord, these kids ain't listening. They ain't doing what I want them to do. I don't know what's wrong with their brains. They're not fully developed. But instead, I can pray like, I believe that my kids have the wisdom of God. I believe that they have the mind of Christ. I believe that they are the head and not the tail. I believe as Daniel was 10 times wiser than the children of this world, my kids are 10 times wiser than the children of this world. Now, that's not what I see. But it's not bold to proclaim what you see. It's bold and shameless to proclaim what you desire from God. I believe that they are growing in wisdom. Wisdom, Lord. Stature and favor with God, man. I'm going to pray bold. I'm going to pray bold prayers over my marriage. I'm going to pray bold prayers over my pastor. I'm going to pray bold prayers over, today we prayed over our leaders in our nation and our state. Anyone can call out what they see in the natural but it takes bold prayers to call out what we see in the supernatural through the eyes of faith. That's my encouragement. That's what that looks like. Number two, what was Jesus teaching on here? Don't give up. Being persistent. Luke 18, what did he say? He want, he, what was he teaching? Always pray, never give up. Always pray and never give up. But Pastor Jason, I've been believing for that promise for so long. I'm discouraged. It doesn't seem like it's ever going to have an answer. I'm going to give up. Don't give up and always pray. Well, I've been believing for God to bring me justice for this thing. Like that widow, I understand. I've not gotten justice. I give up. No, no, no. Always pray and don't give up. Well, you don't understand. I've been sick for so long. My grandma's been sick for so long. My family's been sick. This person, this person. I give up. Always pray and don't give up. Well, I, I've been believing for restoring of this relationship. And it doesn't seem like it's ever going to be. Uh, always pray and don't give up. No matter what we're facing, no matter what, always pray and don't give up. What was Jesus saying here? Let's reiterate it again. He said, so I tell you. Keep on asking, 
and you will receive what you ask for. Keep on seeking, and you will find. Keep on knocking, and the door will be opened. But you don't know. You don't know. Keep on asking. Keep on seeking. Keep on knocking. But, but I, I, I've been... Uh, keep on asking. Keep on seeking. Keep on... But I, I, I'm, I'm discouraged. Keep on asking. Keep on seeking. Keep on... But I, I want to give up. Keep on asking. Keep on seeking. Keep on knocking. This is Jesus talking here. He even repeated himself. These two stories have so many simil- similarities. And we love the idea of persistent stories. We love, we celebrate even in our culture, persistence. Think about stories like Thomas Edison, you know, the light bulb. Do you know that he tried a hundred times and failed before he came up with it? The Wright brothers, first in flight. They didn't get out there on the first try and make it happen. They crashed. They got hurt. All their work was destroyed, but they persisted. Dr. Seuss, one of the most famous children's books, 27 times rejected. Chicken Soup for the Soul, one of the 100 million copies sold of different various Chicken Soup for the Soul. Over this, 140 publishers said no. Can you imagine that? You go, like, hey, I have this idea. It's going to be uplifting to people. It's like chicken soup for the soul. Nope, that's a dumb idea. Nope, 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 no, 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 no way. Nope, not going to happen. No, no. 140 times. And finally, some small like, self-publishing company like, helped them to publish it. And they just, they, they, you know, years ago, sold it for millions and millions of dollars. Walt Disney was told, was fired, and was fired from multiple times. And one job he was fired from, you know what they told him? You have no creativity and no imagination. Persistence. Van Gogh sold one painting in his lifetime. One. One. But he painted a lot more. So when it comes to prayer, why would we not be persistent? Why would we give up? We should stay persistent in prayer. One of the reasons that we give up in prayer is we're, we are more concerned with the answer. But here's what we need to know. is It's God's duty to answer. It's our duty to ask, seek, knock, and believe. It's God's responsibility for the results. Ours are for the asking. God's Responsibility to answer, ours is to do the asking and the requesting before God. And we get those two confused. And we, when we, and, and, we're, and, we, and we, we love those formulas. Again, I grew up in a church where it was all about the formula to get God to give you whatever you ask. And we reduced God down to that cosmic vending machine. But we must remember that it's not that for the sake of the receiving that God tells us to ask, and we will receive. He, did, he made a promise. It's for what he does in us. When we think about this, we have to remember that in the unseen, God is moving in us, for us, that we would trust him, that we would ask boldly. And I look back over my life as I'm closing up here today, and I'm mean, 
Again, we, we, we intentionally kept this message short today as we start this year, and I want to leave you thinking about that prayer of being shameless and persistent, of being bold and not giving up. I think about time after time in my life where I prayed bold prayers. As a young man, not having my dad around like, God, can you bring? Can you save him? Can you bring him back into my life? And for 28 years praying that prayer and for God to answer that. To pray bold and shameless prayers and persistent prayers of believing for something that seems like it will never happen, for trusting God. I remember back in 2008, God had moved our family, and we, we knew the season that we were in was over, and we, we went to sell our house. And on this street that we lived on, there were 46 houses on this one street in this small town in middle America, and 19 of those houses got foreclosed on in that housing crash. And we knew that God had told us to go. And we are like, God, I don't know how. We have to sell this house. And I, I, don't, I, don't, I don't, you know, what, what are we, how is this going to be? How is this going to be? No one is, there's not been one single house sell on the street. They've all foreclosed. What are we going to do? And we trusted him, and we just said, hey, I'm going, to ask bold, I'm going to ask boldly. I'm going to trust God. And he made, it a, he made a way. He actually, we were the only house to sell on that street. And we walked away, clean and free and debt-free. And I remember another time that we bought a house, and we were like, God, we felt like this was the house we buy, but our city came to us and said, hey, we want to buy this house. It's in a floodplain. You knew when you bought it, it was in a floodplain. But we're going to buy it. We're going to make an offer. You don't have to take the offer, but if you don't, you will be the only house on this street in the middle of this field here, and it's more likely your house will flood. It's like, well, okay, well, then I kind of have to, right? And we trusted God, and we asked God, and we prayed a bold prayer. We said, God, would you, we actually want to make money on this. God, we want to make $20,000 off this. And they were like, you are insane. People were telling me, don't ask God for that. Be more reasonable. And we said, no, no, no. We just feel like that's what we're supposed to do. We asked him, and then with the amount of the, that they had offered, plus all the closing costs and everything, came out to be exactly $20,000. We just asked bold prayers. But there's been other times where I asked bold prayers, and God answered in a different way. There's other times where I've been persistent, but here's what I know. He was doing something in me in those times. So maybe you're in a season where you've been asking, and maybe you've been bold, and it feels like you're never going to receive the answer. You've done all the right things. You've done everything to stand. My encouragement is keep asking, keep seeking, keep knocking. Would you pray with me? Father God, May 2021 be a year where we ask boldly, where we are persistent to ask, to seek, to knock, to believe you, to trust you, Lord, to be shameless in our ask, to be bold before you, Lord, that that honors you, and that we know that as we honor you, you're not just doing something for us, you're doing something in us as we trust you, as we seek you, 
as we knock, we thank you that those things are going to be open. We thank you that we're going to find. We thank you that we're going to receive. That this would be a year like never before as we trust you.